This is Wednesday, 12th of December. I am your host, Michael. This evening, from across the country, is Dylan. Hello. And you're listening to Mography, where five Photoshop tip setup tips. Hmm, I wonder how that's going to help. You're listening to Mography, the online podcast to talk about photography news, tips, and more. So join me for my weekly show for your weekly dose of photography news and more with your host, Michael Burgess, for this week's episode of Mography. All right, come on, get the news over with. Our first news story tonight comes from Digital Photography School and it's five Photoshop setup. Now, basically, this article is explaining what settings you should really have basic on the Photoshop software, the Adobe Photoshop. And the reason and these settings are not automatically set. Now, people are a bit disappointed because in several different other or even versions of this program, they have these settings automatically set. In the new one, they absolutely have it taken out. And these are the things that they want that you should have. And it's set your history status, set your cursor share size, opening files my way, and control where files are saved to, or write your own history. Now, when I was reading through this, I thought it was a uh, a very good thing, actually, because I didn't even know on previous versions, because I've never really used Photoshop before, um, until I got into um, media in year 10, and started using it for photography, and then I got it for home, so it's good to know which settings... Uh, we should be using. What's your thoughts on that, Dylan? Um, well, I suppose I've been lucky since I've been doing digital at college and uni. So, but I didn't know about CS6. What I've got, I didn't actually know about how to change things. I'm used to using CS5. Yep. Uh, so I suppose seeing this icon now is actually quite helpful. Yep. Fair enough. So head over to digital photography school where you can find this article and again the articles will be on the blog post for this at mographotography.wordpress.com now we move on to our next news story this evening that comes from zizmodu or zizmodu i think is how you pronounce it or no zizmodu even forgetting it's got the g at the beginning um and it's people spend more time on instagram than twitter and this is just a little short article just explaining to you why people are on Instagram than Twitter these days. Because Instagram is like telling a story through a picture. And that to me is absolutely awesome. And the thing is as well, it's like Twitter is a microblog of telling your story during the day. So Instagram is like through a picture. So you get more of the story told because of the fact that it's more um more visual as well so for example i'm talking to dylan now doing this podcast i could take a picture 
that's fine, yeah? And then when you see the picture later on with the cool effects that Instagram has, you basically find that it's that you 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 will know more of the story you will know what we talked about and all that sort of thing about listening a hundred percent and so dylan what's your thoughts on this um personally i don't really use in instagram but um so it is a really good way of sort of sharing a little like a little moment of a day nice and easily with funky filters and stuff but about, well, that's really all I think about Instagram. I don't like it. Oh, have you ever have you ever used it though? I have used it, but because I've only got an iPod, I don't have because I've got a Windows Phone. I can't oh, use it on the Windows Phone, and I've got to be connected to the internet with the iPod. Um, it's all put me off of using it a bit. And also, I use Polaroid cameras, which basically do the same yeah. thing. Because what I was because the only thing that I like about it, there are some effects on there which you cannot get anywhere else, as far as I know. <coughs> um, I suppose so. I mean, my knowledge of film is still... I'm still quite learning a lot, but most of those are effects from, like, the old Polaroid yeah, cameras. The, and the, you've got the um, Pro X2. Now, I've never... I, I've used film before, because I had to use it for my photography at school, because we were very old-school photography, like how to process how to take thing oh yeah so I've, I've done all that i was kind of looking at that one and i was thinking when i was doing film i never ever found that effect anywhere else mm. I, I can't tell um i'm not sure for sure because i use instagram it for so long now i can't even log into it i must have a look um i can't remember <laughs> what it looks like so i can't really comment <clears throat> so yeah but um but what's your, like, use Twitter like I do, and if you want to follow mm-hmm. Dylan, we're putting him in the blog post, so don't worry about that, guys. Um, and what would you say if like, Twitter did the, did the same thing? That would, what, what would your, what would your thoughts be on that? Um, it would be quite fun, because I like sharing photos of film camera or stuff I'm doing. Uh, it would be fun to be able to mess them up a bit and just be the, uh, yeah. out my phone. But the, the only thing that really annoys me as well is the fact that Facebook is trying to bar, well, has brought Instagram. And again, it's one of these things where the higher companies are buying stuff so they do not have competition. Um, well, Facebook had their, have got their own camera app, which is basically Instagram, but it doesn't crop your photos to no, this no. format. No, but the only th- that irritates me actually because I like to show the full. Same, I think that's five. No, not that, really yeah, because that is the only thing that's uh-huh. irritated me about the program. But otherwise, it's I use it quite a lot because I do like I take it on a normal camera, then edit on the computer, then upload it to Flickr, and then I put it onto Instagram. Oh, yeah. Use the effects and then upload it to Flickr. Then, yeah. But so in that aspect, to me, it's kind it's it's a really good program, but. As you say, it's like matter of opinion again, isn't it? Yeah. Now we move on to our very last news story, Nikon 1 version 2. Now this article is just just a a run-through on Nikon's website of the new version, the new 1 camera that they're bringing out, and it's explaining to you how vibrant and how 
um, things, how the camera's going to work, and how now you can use, like, um, voice, like, pad-on voice recorders when you're doing video and that sort of thing. And I've not, I'm not a Nikon person, to be honest. So to me, it's, I'm not really 100% bothered. But in that aspect, for some of the things it's telling you, it does definitely surpass a Canon camera. Because some of these things on there, I just think, I wish my camera could do that. What's your thoughts, Dylan? So, Dylan, what's your thoughts on this? Um, well, I haven't used Nikon cameras ever, or really any of the mirrorless cameras like this. The, uh, I think they're bridge cameras. Um, but, look, yeah, it does do more, more than my But I suppose it's the different age difference is brand new. Uh got a lot more lot more stuff you can add to it just just like slr's you've got the external flash and external mics for, what, for what's, sorry what's your point of opinion on the uh the mirrorless part of it all um well again because i haven't used them i don't really know if it speeds up or anything and you get better fps or better reduction in like noise from the camera or camera shake um so i can't can't really comment on that but other than that, the mirrorless cameras, I think, are more and more on the, are more and more on the uh, upcome, upcoming sort of thing, um, which will probably be sort of the SLRs. Well, the thing that annoyed me, though, was the fact that um, <clears throat> the with the mirrorless ones, you're kind of letting the computer within the camera do more work, which is okay, but completely makes no sense to me at all because you're kind of if you you, because the computer is going to be doing more of the work you're kind of going to get more sort of noise and and uh shutter speed and all that sort of thing getting going into it oh yeah i mean like i said i don't know how much you've got you can set manually these cameras but if they are like that it's just like using a compact camera with exchangeable lenses yeah basically well that's what it seems like they're going into because they've got loads of compact well compact sized sort of same build changeable lenses now they've even got like changeable lenses for the ipad and for your mobile phones oh yeah that's coming around i like i like 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 they've got the um what do you call it shutter release things for your ipods and that as well <laughs> yeah i don't see the point of those no, i really you. don't Right now we're on to our next section, the news slash opinion section. Now for this bit, we're gonna change it up this week. Seeing as I've got someone else with me, we're not just gonna send an advert. We're going to basically do a debate, a quick little debate on digital camera versus film camera. And we're going to have two minutes each to give our own opinions and thoughts on this. And then afterwards, we'd like to hear from you. And we're going to send and out the little ad again to give you all the information on the ways in which you can get in contact with us. Now, we're going to go with Dylan first, seeing as I'm always chatting. <laughs> and we're going to get Dylan's opinion on the film camera versus digital camera. Off you go, Dylan. Uh, for me, film has really got a better quality over no matter what camera you're using for digital. 
Um, just, it's just something you can't reproduce in a digital format is um, the quality and something that I can't always put my finger on that a film photo has. It's really never can work it out. Also, you've got got the making the image all the way from the start. There's nothing automatic about the processes. If you've or if you've got your own document or facility like that, you can access. So you've got that thing from you take the photo, you develop the film, you process the image in your dark or lab if you're not doing it yourself. Uh, it's just also this is traditional how photography should be sort of thing. Um, I like using. I use a lot of vintage cameras. I've got a few box brownies. Got my Polaroid camera. I mean, and films also still on the rise. You've got you got the Impossible Project making Polaroid film now. You got Kodak still going strong, even though they've got all their problems with bankruptcy and going under. But Fuji films still going as well, and more films being made by uh, places like Lomography. And even uh, Fuji, I think, have just brought out a new... Right, right, that's it, that's it. It's over. Time's up. <laughs> <clears throat> now it's my turn. And I'm... This is why I wanted to debate, because I'm on the opposite side. I have used film throughout my time, but the difference is I prefer a digital camera. I like the fact that with a digital camera, you can take it in the process of RAW, which is the original format, which doesn't shrink it or decrease the photo in any way. It keeps the photo at the precise measurement of what you're after. And what it also does is it keeps the... Uh, it, keeps the yeah, it keeps the photo original. I like the fact that it's easier to edit. I don't like the fact that you can... Sometimes I will leave my photos as normal, just shot and leave it, because... That, sometimes that is the best, but I prefer I prefer to go onto the computer and say like I'm taking a per- per- picture of a person. I like to kind of keep the uh, I like to zoom right in on the person and take out any blemishes or spots or any mistakes within the the face that are there. Well, not mistakes, but anything that wouldn't look nice in a photo. The the look of the person so that they look good and look like a professional model sort of thing i don't want to you know that i don't the fact that with a digital camera as well you don't have to go out and spend time on film and spend millions on film and to me i like the feel of film and i like the look of film and i like the way pictures come out after a while with film when they go sepia but i still prefer digital because you're not wasting your money buying film all the time and and if you take a crap one then you've just wasted a piece of film right so that's that's our opinions on digital cameras versus film cameras now would like to know your opinion on this and now listen to this little chappy me uh, to tell you how you can do that if you would like to listen and join in to mugphotography.wordpress.com, then you can do so in a variety of ways. First of all, you can do it at Mugraphy. That's at M-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. That's at M-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. You can also do it at the hashtag Mugraphy. That's hashtag Mugraphy. If you would like to comment on the podcast website, then you can also do that at mugraphyphotography.wordpress.com. Yes, that's mugraphyphotography.wordpress.com. You can also do it on our Tumblr at 
markfeefotography.tumblr.com That's markfeefotography.tumblr.com And yes, if you have an opinion or a question on photography, you can also ask your questions at formspring.me slash mography. That's formspring.me slash mography. If you want to be considered as Photographer of the Week or Picture of the Week, then please head over to our Flickr group, flickr.com slash group slash mography. That's flickr.com slash group slash mography. And if you have an opinion slash news story on, on photography, then please share it with us on Facebook. And I know you're on Facebook because everybody's on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash mography. Yes, facebook.com slash mography. And then, if you'd like to, and not on the social networks, or on any other site that we've mentioned so far, you can email us. Yes, you can email us at mugfyphotography at gmail.com. That's mugfyphotography.gmail.com. And for an added bonus, for the best thing on the internet to listen to, on your mobile, on the internet, on your iPad, on your Kindle, on your Amazoid, Am- Amazoid, or whatever... On any smart device you have, you can listen to Stitcher Smart Radio. We're now on Stitcher Smart Radio where you can head over to our website. And on the widget section of our website, we've got a link. Click that link and help us get some bonus on that website and become popular. Because you know you like us and we like you. We are a social photography website. So join us and listen on Stitcher. Join Michael on Packard Pokesat with Packard Sonic later this month for his segment, Focus on Photography, for photography tips and more. Right, so we're now on to our Tweeter of the Week, and this week, because I've always chosen the tweeters being on my own, we have got a new... Uh, uh, Dylan has chosen the Tweeter of the Week this week, and uh, I t- uh, leave it over to you, Dylan. I've, ch- I've chosen Believe in Film Gordon, who's at... Uh, film develop, a fragrant promoter of film and vibrant origin of the Believe in Film and general social media troublemaker. Um, I've chosen him because he's a great, great tweeter for anything to do with film photography. He, he frequently retweets uh, from anyone if wanting advice about photography and film photography in particular. He also is a general good laugh and a nice chap to speak to. Thank you. So if you go over from his Twitter name is again? Uh, it's at Film Develop. So how do you spell that? F-I-L-M-D-E-V-E-L-O-P. Okie dokie. So go over and follow another great tweeter. Right. So we're now on to our tweeter of the week. And now, now it's another time for of the week and this week I have chosen tram and the reason I've chosen tram is because this picture strikes me a little because I can't really tell what it is you know it's a, it's people in a tram okay that's obvious but the thing it the thing it isn't obvious is it is is it at night is he inside the tram is he outside of the tram is he Taking it from afar, is he taking it close up? Is he taking for a tunnel? Is he taking it in daylight? And all this sort of thing. And because of the way it's taken, it, uh, you kind of think, well, he's taking it in a tunnel, but in daylight or in a tunnel of lights or something like that. And and I like it as well because you don't see the people. All you can see is their hair. Okay, you see the outline of the people. That's fine. But they're all blacked out, and then you can see on the 
tram. It also looks like it's in pencil almost. And it kind of, you can because of the way he's taken it as well, you can see the graffiti that's been put onto the, um, the window. And you can just see all the shadow of the people and the places outside. This is where you don't know if it's in a tunnel or not because it looks like there's places behind him. But then if you look to the right of the photo, it also looks like he's in a tunnel. So it strikes me a little, but I like the way it's all almost like a pencil drawing. What's your opinion on this, Dylan? I actually love it. It's it's nice. It's nice silhouette. It's, it looks so grimy as well. It's always something I've liked about these photos. Look really grimy, a bit bit dirty, and just generally, it's it's got a lot of mystery about it as well. Because, like I said, it's a silhouette, so you can't see who the people are. You can't really tell where they are. That's uh, um, about it, really. Fair enough. Then, uh, so, again, this picture will be put onto our website, mographyphotography.wordpress.com, and basically it will just go up there so you can see which one we're talking about. And then go over there. If you like the photo, go over, and I suggest we all do this, that person, because you may find another amazing picture that he puts up there. If you don't want to do that, then just join our group, flickr.com slash group slash Mography. That's flickercom slash group slash Mography, where you can see a ama- and some other amazing photos that have been added. But if you want to add your own photo, one thing you have to remember is it has to be shareable because we like to put it on. Uh, we like to put it on other sites so that we can show off your work well. So make sure the photo has to be shareable to be accepted. One, two three and end fan of the mography podcast so are we over here at packard pokes app join michael and packard sonic for his focus on photography for photography tips and more we're gonna change it up this week we've chosen rock lady 2009 as our of the week but this this time round we're going to get Dylan to go first so Dylan what's your thoughts on Rock Lady 2009 oh my image are really interesting they're they're very striking with our colours as well with um some Christmas stuff up like Christmas decoration Christmas birds and Christmassy stuff it's really nice uh, bright colourful images uh, is, is there a image at all that you like of theirs um, I really like Xmas Bird Number Two. It's got a really, really nice image of uh, Christmas decoration. Uh, bright blue, nice depth of field on it as well. It, I know what you mean. It's uh, I, I'm looking at it now, and I'm just I'm just thinking. When I first saw it, I actually thought it was a real bird. But now you pointed, I thought it, I thought a blue, but blue birds you can get them, but they usually have a white tummy though as well. Yeah, I thought it was real at first. I sort of first glimpse to past it, like. Ooh. Shiny. Wow. <laughs> Do, um, yeah, I, I like this person because of the fact said the pictures are vibrant and you can always see the colour and I like the, the way she's almost used like a, a macro lens to go right in on this subject. And out of all the photos, I'd have to say that I like 339-366, half in, half out. And this picture is of a leaf entrapped in blue ice. And I like this one because of it. Basically, the blue just strikes out to me, like Dylan with his, with his Xmas Bird Two. 
And I like the fact that you've got the leaf on there as well to add a little bit of different colours so that you're not just looking at it going, what the hell is that? Because sometimes just by seeing one colour, you're going, huh? Huh? When you see the leaf, you know it's ice. You know it's ice. Well, that's our podcast for this week. I've been your host, Michael Burgess, and we've had the great privilege of having Dylan Matrasivics with us this week from over the country. Uh, have you got... Uh, now, Dylan, have you got um, anything you'd like to add or say or just a quick bye-bye or anything like that? Uh, not this week. I'll just say bye-bye to all our listeners and hope to see you again next week. Yep, because uh, hopefully if we... Because of work schedule, I'm hoping that I'm able to have Dylan on as a co-host every week. And in the future, some anybody else that would like to join us from over the pond or just from over the country. Uh, I've been Michael John Burgess, like I said at the beginning. We've had the privilege of Dylan Matricivics. This has been Mography. Thank you for listening to Mography. I hope you enjoyed. Now I hope you'll join me in this great opportunity that I'm about to bring people around the world. I would like you to help me the global, with a global charity called Ronald McDonald House Charity. A charity that's a home from home for families that are in care and need to be away from their home to be with a family member whilst in hospital. Now... This charity is a global organisation set up by McDonald's and I would like to tell you a story of how they helped a little girl named Summer. Now I'm going to let the mother of the child tell you her story. That day started out like a typical Saturday. We were going to Cincinnati to spend the day with friends. Then we got in the car to leave. Summer was so exhausted that I bet she would fall asleep before we were even to the next stop. We were sitting at a red light, and when the light turned green, I turned back to see if Summer was asleep yet. And then I really don't remember anything for three days. I knew that Ryan was gone, and Summer was very hurt, and she was in a hospital two hours from home with a broken neck. If Ronald McDonald House hadn't been there, then say, hey, we have a bed and food, that was a huge thing. Now, we are doing surprisingly well. She is a very busy three-year-old. Ronald McDonald House Charities is a house for hope and healing when your world is falling apart. Now, I hope that that story inspired you in the same way it inspired me to help the charity out. Now, what you need to do to help the charity out through my podcast is... Head over to our website, mographyphotography.wordpress.com. That's mographyphotography.wordpress.com. 
and make sure that you look at the side. On the side there will be a donations or advertise. On the advertise page you will see the ways in which you can advertise with us and give us your money for the charity. And then there will also be a donations button if you do not have an advert that you would like to use. And, just for the record, 100% of the money that gets given to me through the adverts and donations will go to the Ronald McDonald House Charity, the charity of the year, Formography Photography Podcast.